This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. On Southern Remedy Healthy and Fit, you get information about foods you should eat to stay in good health and tips on how to stay active. I'm Josie Bidwell, host of Southern Remedy Healthy and Fit, an associate professor of preventive medicine at the University of Mississippi Medical Center. Listen to the show every Monday at 11 or subscribe to the podcast by searching for Southern Remedy with your preferred podcasting app. Thanks for joining us today here on Southern Remedy for Women. I'm your host, Josie Bidwell, nurse practitioner at the University of Mississippi Medical Center. And joining me today will be Constance Shelby. She's a registered dietitian and owner at Perfect Fit Nutrition. And we're going to be talking about weight loss for women today. It's a topic that uh, almost everybody I see in clinic asks me about. And we're here to answer your questions today or any comments that you may have. Good morning, Constance. Good morning. Thank you for coming out at the end of the week. I know uh, things kind of pile up during the week and it can be hectic, but thanks for making the time to come out today. And I knew you were going to be the perfect person to help me talk about this topic because it's what you it's what you do every day. It is what I live and breathe. Well, tell me a little bit about uh, about yourself, about Perfect Fit Nutrition, and we'll kind of get into some, some questions. Okay. So I'm a mother of two girls and a wife. Um, I feel like that's so important to say it because is. I tell my clients all the time, like, I'm just like you. I am running carpool. I am trying to balance all the things in life. Um, And I started Perfect Fit Nutrition for that exact reason. We all know, you know, Josie, of all people, that the diet industry is wild right now, or it it has been for years. And so I started to notice this trend amongst women. They were just They had so many opinions coming at them about how to lose weight, the best things to eat, the best way to exercise, but none of them seemed to actually work for the women for the long haul. Mm -hmm. And so I started Perfect Fit based on its name um, to help you find your perfect fit to lose weight because the way that you do it is not going to be the way that like your bodybuilding neighbor might do it or, you know, your grandmother might do it. It, It's it's different for everyone. And that's where we kind of lose sight. And so um, that is the reason we started Perfect Fit Nutrition. And I love the name for that. And I love the explanation behind that because oftentimes people think that there is this one perfect diet Mm -hmm. for everyone, right? Or a perfect lifestyle. And it's absolutely not. There are commonalities that make up good balanced nutrition, but you know, it's not a one size fits all. And you will always find someone that has done any of the myriad fad diets that are out there and have found some success with that and maybe even some lasting success with it. But the vast majority of people are are not. And it's because it's much more nuanced than that and what fits in with with your life and because we're all busy you got two girls I got two boys Mm -hmm. you know it's it's a struggle every day to kind of balance it all out but we have to find that that balance in there and how we do it that's right so tell me about lean the lean queen lifestyle (laughs) because that's kind of the the signature uh, program and I love it as well so the Lean Queen Lifestyle is a membership program, and we started it about two years ago. Um, and it is designed to just really fast, fast-paced fast course teach these women how to still lose weight in their busy life and still eat the things that they love. Okay, and so 
again, one thing that I noticed just as I, when I started Perfect Fit, I was seeing clients one on one and really sitting down and digging in deep with them. And so there was this common pattern of, well, so and so said I need to eat Greek yogurt, and so and so said I need more fiber, and so you know, certain nitpicky things. Mm-hmm. But when it came down to it, they didn't understand mm-hmm. weight loss and eating as a whole. Okay, and so when you understand nutrition and eating and weight loss as a whole, you understand that the world is not going to, you know, combust if you don't get your Greek yogurt in that day. And so, and and that doesn't mean you need to give up on all your goals. And Mm so Lean Queen Lifestyle was designed to kind of educate these women Mm -hmm. on, which some are hesitant. Some are just like, tell me how to lose weight. But (laughs) it it was designed to educate them on, okay, this is what a calorie is. This is what protein Mm -hmm. is for. This is why we need to move our bodies, not just to burn calories, but to feel better, you know, those type of things. And then along with that, myself and I have a staff dietitian, um, she, we both work to give each woman their own individualized nutrition recommendations. So Josie signs up, we assess, we, we ask you all these questions about your life and we assess, okay, first of all, Josie is this tall and she weighs this much, so realistically she can only lose this amount per week without starving herself to That's death. That's the key right there. Right. And then secondly, Josie may have tried 1,500 diets, so she may not be ready to go in hardcore, mm-hmm. so we make sure to give her some room that feels comfortable mm-hmm. for how she eats every day. We really look at, or, or and then also like third, Josie, you know, is trying to run a marathon or Josie is lifting heavy weights, and that mm-hmm. matters as far as where we land with your nutrition recommendations. So each person gets their own personalized nutrition, but it comes with the education. And then after that, it's just lots of fun. <laughs> it's, I, I, um, which this is something I had not started out, you know, I never thought I was going to do this, but um, just like maybe you never thought you were going to be on the radio. But <laughs> I did not. You know, I, I never thought I was going to create recipes, mm-hmm. but I do. I create recipes Monthly, we roll out new recipes for busy mm-hmm. women. You can get it on the table in 30 minutes, and it's not some crazy you know, ingredient you have to go to Whole Foods for kind of recipes. Mm-hmm. Um, we do tip sheets with all kinds of good information. And then we have our support and our accountability group, which is by far everybody's favorite. Of course. Um, I mean, how how do you do it without a support group? You, you know, you, you, you may do it for a week or two, but ultimately you wind up sliding back to what you were doing before because the support is so important. Exactly. And and I think one thing that I have learned in this this journey is that women more than anything need to hear me say, Hey girl, it's okay that you ate the Big Mac yesterday. Yeah. Like yesterday is not today. You did not fail a thousand percent just because you had a Big Mac yesterday. Mm-hmm. Like what will cause your, your weight loss success to, to trend backwards is if you eat a Big Mac every day from here on out. You know, we, we, it, we make mistakes. We fall mm-hmm. off the wagon, but we got to get back on. Yeah. Um, and a lot of times when you're on your own doing something like this, you get in your head. It's a lot. It's, weight loss is so mental. It is. You know, you know stinking thinking. That's yeah, right. That, that's what our mutual friend Rebecca says. She yeah. calls it stinking <laughs> thinking. Yeah. Um, and that is, you know, it's, it's so how we speak to ourselves in our head plays into the behaviors that we then, you know, translate into doing. And when we are so hard on ourselves, you know, it's just it it sets up this cycle of, well, I messed up. I can't do this. I failed something again. 
let me just go eat something else or not exercise or what's the point in exercising because I ate this many calories today so there's no way for me to burn them off and it's it's so important for us to just be be kind Mm -hmm. to to the to the inner Josie in there like love her she's (laughs) she's trying her best right and so we inside the program I mean we, we focus on that, mm-hmm. right? We focus on how to talk positive to yourself and to others. I mean, mm-hmm. it really all matters. And so it's kind of a holistic approach mm-hmm. when we come to weight loss. Um, but gosh, it has just been, it's been such an awesome, awesome thing to, to witness all these women who not only lose weight. Keep but, it off. <laughs> right. They keep it off. They improve their mental, you know, their mental health. They improve all, all, all aspects around mm-hmm. their their health. Yeah. And, you know, one thing that we do in lifestyle clinic that's so important, because we are not a, a weight loss clinic. Like we are, you know, a, a medical clinic that applies different lifestyle strategies to help with blood pressure and blood sugar and, you know, knee pain and all these different kinds of things. But usually when I have a new person come in, I'll say, tell me how I can help you. And they say, well, I want to lose some weight. You know, that's the number one thing they say. And that's not a wrong answer. But I usually push back a little bit and I'll say, well, tell me, tell me about that. Like, what, uh, what made you come in today and, and say that you want to lose weight? You know, what, what's kind of driving you? And that's what we try and focus in on, right? Like, not your number on the scale, because you, you, all you beautiful women out there are more than a number on a scale. You right. are kind, loving humans who are, again, just trying to do their best. And we want to help you feel your best and be able to live, you know, as, as corny as it sounds, live your best life, you know. And if weight loss is something that's what you feel needs to happen to help you do that, we absolutely want to walk that journey with you every step of the way. Right. And weight loss should not feel like a drill sergeant mm-hmm. type or mentality, a punishment. A punishment. Mm-hmm. Weight loss should feel like I'm still enjoying my life every single day mm-hmm. as I make these attempts mm-hmm. to to be healthier and lose some weight. You yeah. know, and that is the huge difference between like the fad diets that we're seeing out yeah. there these yeah. days. Well, you know, we talk about it as being and I use the word balance a lot, but you know, an example of that is are you sacrificing your mental health mm-hmm. to try and, you know, eat, quote unquote, clean or, you know, perfect and follow this diet perfectly? If you are, then that's not balance, mm-hmm. right? You're giving up another part of your health to try and meet some, you know, set of guidelines that someone gave you. And that's not balance for health, right? You right. may lose some weight, but what did we you know, what did we sacrifice in terms of that? Um, And is it sustainable for the long haul? No way. Right. You know, or if you're not having family time at the end of your day, because you're spending two hours in the kitchen trying to put together some, you know, bougie (laughs) recipe, which now I'm a foodie. I love some bougie recipes and I like to cook bougie recipes, but not during the week. You enjoy it. I enjoy it. It's a stress reliever for me. Me And but not during the week. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's not happening during mm-hmm. the week. Like that's a like a Sunday afternoon activity mm-hmm. for me, you mm-hmm. know. Um, and so I'm not going to sacrifice, you know, putting together a puzzle or you know watching a movie with my kiddos in the little t- amount of time we have after homework before mm-hmm. bedtime um, by you know monopolizing my time with, with something else. So that's when I when I'm always talking about balance is what I'm you know trying to do. There. I'm Josie Bidwell. Joining me in the studio today is Constance Shelby. And we're talking about weight loss for women. And we've talked about um, uh, Constance's program, uh, the Lean Queen Lifestyle, that, that is so much fun. And, you know, really the basis behind 
how you make sustainable changes to your nutrition and that that and really to your lifestyle in general and that that is not a one size fits all thing for everyone. All right, Constance. Now, I don't know about you, but I have a lot of uh, female patients who get very frustrated at the rate of their weight loss compared to other people Mm -hmm. and in particular compared to their male um, counterparts that live in the home with them. Because it's it's great when um, husbands kind of adopt some of these things together with their wife. And because, yeah. again, it's that support. You know, it's much easier to do it. But they tend to drop it a little bit faster than the ladies do. And it can, they can get mad at each it other. It is so unfair. <laughs> I mean, it is so unfair. Um, What's going on there? Well, I mean, if you think about it, men are are typically taller and mm-hmm. they weigh more than women, okay? Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of the same standard. Like I tell my ladies all the time, we're doing a little challenge right now and we had a report out on how much they weighed this morning. And so I'm like, girls, y'all stop comparing yourself. Because like one, like one lady was like, I lost a pound. And the other one was like, I lost four. And so the lady who lost a pound was like, well, I didn't lose that much. And I'm like, but you lost you, a pound. You lost a pound. And that a pound for you is a much higher percentage. Mm-hmm. It's the, probably the same percentage of weight loss as that lady that lost four, you know? And so it's really an unfair standard to compare your husband's six-pound weight loss if he he stops drinking a Coke a day, Mm -hmm. you know, to your own when you both are, you know, applying super practical principles Mm -hmm. to try to lose the weight. Mm -hmm. So men do lose faster because... First of all, they can they they eat more as They're, a maintenance. They, they, yeah, they have a bigger a bigger calorie uh, requirement right. just to, to maintain their body. Right, and so it just it is what it is. Mm-hmm. If they cut, it just tends to fall off faster, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and there are like some some hormonal things that that go into play there that you know depend on. I mean, I think women, especially premenopausal mm-hmm. women, like. Our bodies are built for growing a human, right? And so, you know, our metabolism is a little different uh, based on that. And then once we go through menopause and that process kind of shuts down, our weight kind of starts to shift around, mm-hmm. move from kind of like the hip hipple area uh, to more the, <laughs> that's a good word, the hipple area, which is just your hips, uh, to more um, belly, mm-hmm. belly weight. Mm-hmm. Um, and that can be, belly weight can be a little bit more stubborn to try and, mm-hmm. and get off. And there's no um, kind of sp- spot training way to do that or yeah, spot ma'am. way of eating. There's no magic food that will melt it off right there yeah, on your ma'am. belly. Say it again for the people in the back. <laughs> no, ma'am. We, we, we're like, I want to get rid of this. And I'm like, well, what can I eat to lose belly fat? Yeah. And, and it, it's marketed that way. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, there are a lot of fad diets out there or supplements that are out there that talk about melting belly fat away. And just it doesn't work that way. You know, and so, you know, I, if you want to compare yourself to anybody, compare yourself to yourself, right? right? You know, right. where did you start um, and how are we doing? And if we didn't lose any weight, that's okay, too. And aside, too, aside from the weight, mm-hmm. the scale, right? I tell my ladies, like, okay, yes, definitely weigh yourself, but also make sure the battery doesn't need to be changed, you know, because yeah. <laughs> that can give you a, a heart attack. Yep. But take inches 
and take pictures because for a lot of us women, just like you said, mm. hormonal fluctuations every week is oh, yeah. different for us. You're puffier so, or whatever. Yes, yeah. like some mornings I wake up, I'm like, I can't put my rings on. What is happening? Mm-hmm. You know, and so and then also if you're exercising at all, this can play a part in what the scale reads. But if you are getting those inches, if you were, you know, literally, hello, my pants are are not as tight. Right. Then you know, even if the scale is saying the same way, you know, some change is happening, and that's that's encouraging. That's just as encouraging, if not more encouraging, mm-hmm. than a scale. Yeah, yeah. We I call those non-scale victories. Yes. Right. And you know, we take it one step further. I'm like, but how do you feel? Mm-hmm. And I don't not how you feel in your head about your weight. Like, pay attention to your body. How does your body feel, right? Are you having less aches and pains? Do you have more energy? Mm-hmm. You know, all these different kinds of things that aren't something that I can measure, you know, in an office visit, but those are the things that matters, right? Like, what's our quality of life? Is it better than before we started, you know? That's right. Because if you feel better, you do just, better. Just like mm-hmm. we talked about just a minute ago, if you feel better, you've got a better attitude mm-hmm. around life, more motivation mm-hmm. to keep going, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And, you know, so and I also like the percentage that you mentioned, and we we calculate that for for patients a lot as well. Um, You know, what percent of your body weight have you lost? Because it's going to depend on like one pound for one person may be a completely different percentage of their weight loss than the four pounds that you had before. We actually had a patient just this morning who has lost 15 pounds and she was like, I kind of wanted it to be more, you know. Mm -hmm. And I said, well, let's see, like how much of that – how much of your body weight have you lost? It was 5%. You know what I mean? You lost 5% of your body weight. You know, and then when you tie that to the fact that we know um, from science that losing 5% of your body weight starts to decrease your risks of breast cancer, of heart attacks and strokes and diabetes, all these kinds of things, like that's a big old win right there. Huge, you know? huge. And so it's important to uh, set those little mini wins for you along mm-hmm. the way that mm-hmm. don't include a number, you know, a number on the scale. Um, and another one that I like to do is, you know, most folks that aren't, you know, making lifestyle adjustments, they tend to add a few pounds every year, mm-hmm. right? Like the scale just mm-hmm. tends to creep up. And so, you know, benefit of having, um, you know, their entire medical record in front of me, I can look back, you know, three, four years back and show them like, look, your weight just crept up every year. And now we're plateaued. Like, no, you haven't lost any, but we stopped that upward trajectory of weight gain year over year. And so again, that's a, that's a win. That you know? a win. That's a win. So again, being kind to yourself, setting good, realistic expectations for what you're trying to achieve, and then building in those little mini goals mm-hmm. along the way uh, to get you there. Um, so what do you see? Because you work with mostly women. Mm-hmm. I work with, with all the peoples. Um, what kind of are the main challenges that you see when working with, with, well, with women trying to lose weight? So my, my, my group of women are typically that busy woman mm-hmm. that's got a hundred things going on. You know, it, she, she struggles to find time for herself in general. Mm-hmm. So I find that a lot of times for, for my subset of women, it's the consistency, mm-hmm. right? It is like, okay, I'll, I'll do really good one week. I'll, I'll fix all these healthy meals. And then the next week it is totally crazy because Johnny has soccer and Susie has ballet and, you know, all the different things. And so it's the, it's the lack of, cons- ooh, excuse me, the mm-hmm. lack of consistency, which then turns into that failure mentality, mm-hmm. right? And so for us, it is 
the, the biggest focus is to take away all the to-dos around weight loss and really just encouraging them to stay the course with the basics, mm-hmm. right? Because then you don't feel so overwhelmed when life comes back into play because it's going to come back into play. Oh, yeah. Just because you decide to lose weight doesn't mean the world stops, Mm-mm. you know, and that's where we make that mistake with trying to make all these different changes. We call them potholes and you will fall into I them. love that. <laughs> oh, I love that. On this journey, there will be many a pothole. I love that. Yeah. And so aside from that, just like the personal life things, we do have a lot of breastfeeding women. Mm-hmm. And so that is a struggle, right? Mm-hmm. Because just the hormones are on 10 there. And so they they struggle to see that steady drop because they're breastfeeding. Mm-hmm. Same with our, our menopausal or our premenopausal women. It is it is an up and down battle for them. And so again, though, it all goes back to that consistency. Mm-hmm. Do not give up on yourself because the weight will come off, mm-hmm. you know. So how do we start to build in consistency into our this journey? So funny you ask. We, (laughs) in this little challenge that we're doing right now, we set some really clear basic goals around five, five main focuses of weight loss. Now, you don't have to do all five. Pick one, Mm -hmm. right? And to pick one that you feel like you can most realistically do. Um, For a lot of my women, that may just look like if you are if you were literally spinning a hundred plates, you know, at one time, that may just look like drinking your water. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm going to take in half my body weight in ounces of water a day, and that, if anything, like you just said, makes you feel so much better. Mm Going to make you pee for a little bit, yeah, but but it gets better. It gets better. (laughs) But then, if if you're if you're okay with that. A lot of times we tell them, hey, just track your intake, mm-hmm. okay? It does not have to look like, you know, five fruits and vegetables a day. We would love, love, love that. But to start, just track, okay? Mm-hmm. You can do it on a piece of paper if you don't like tracking apps, or there are a hundred yeah. tracking apps out there for you. Just to kind of know, hey, this is where I need to be if I want to see some weight loss, and this is where I am mm-hmm. every day. This is how it adds up for me. And so how, how how does that look? How does that balance out? Because, you know, just as well as I do, people will come in eating quinoa and sautéed kale and all the good things. But at the end of the day, it still adds up to be more calories than they need to lose the weight. Mm-hmm. Um, and so tracking is a really great place to just start. You can do it from anywhere. You know, mm-hmm. you can do it at the beginning of the day, after every meal, at the end of the day, however it works mm-hmm. best for you to, mm-hmm. to, to really see the difference and where we need to make some changes. Yeah. And, you know, it, just like you mentioned, it may be a piece of paper that you do and all. That's fine. It may be an app. I have one. One um, lady that just takes pictures of her meals, like, mm. and because she's you know, super busy during the day, those kinds of things, doesn't feel like she has time to log everything in there. I was like, well, just take some pictures of your meals, and then at the end of the day, if you've got some time, put them in one, you know, put them in the app, put it down on paper. But at least you can start to see mm-hmm. some of the some of the things. I was like, the reflection piece is the important part of mm-hmm. tracking, right? Like, I'm not asking you to track your stuff because I want to make you feel bad. Right. You know, um, I'm not, I'm one, I'm not going to be mad at you. People think that all the time. They're like, oh, I don't want to write it down because you're going to be disappointed in me or mad in me. I'm like, girl, that ain't my job. Mm-mm. Right. Like, I'm not going to be mad at you. Um, this is for you to start to see where maybe your gaps are or where, you know, you are spending the bulk of your calories, you know, and are there ways that we can adjust that? And nine times out of 10, 
people will come back and say, I did not realize yes. that I was eating so much stuff. And that is why I'm like, don't even talk to me unless you've tried it. Yeah. Because, you know, a lot of it is self-realization. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we just, in our heads, we're thinking, gosh, we're doing so so good. What's wrong? Something's mm-hmm. got to be wrong. Mm-hmm. I need to go to the doctor. Mm-hmm. And really, it's just... Okay, I need to sit down and really look at myself mm-hmm. and look at what I'm taking mm-hmm. in day to day because again, we are so busy mm-hmm. that sometimes we forget we grab that cinnamon roll walking out of the break right. room. Or sometimes we forget we ate almost a whole other meal in our kids' leftovers. You that know what one, I mean? <laughs> that one right there. So when I had you know, my my kids are older now, fourteen and eleven, and they eat all of the things on their plate now because they're boys and I don't know where they put it all, but they put it somewhere. But when they were little you know, I would fix them something and, you know, kids pick at it and do all this kind of stuff. And you'd have, you know, three chicken nuggets left mm-hmm. there, you know, or a handful of French fries or whatever. And you're like, well, I'll just I don't really have time to sit down and eat. So I'll just, yep. you know, what's all what's left of theirs and all those little nibbles added up for me. And when, you know, when my youngest was, I guess he was probably two or three. I was walking down the hallway and I caught a glimpse of myself in the mirror at the side and like I stopped and like did it and I was like, who is that? Like I didn't even recognize her. And, you know, I mean, I was not super overweight, but I was overweight. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I actually stopped and turned around and looked at myself in the mirror and I was like, who are you? Like, you are not who I feel like I used to be. Mm -hmm. Like, that's not like really girl. Like, who Mm -hmm. who are you? Mm -hmm. Like the girl that... I thought I was has just kind of been dwarfed by somebody who's spending all of her energy taking care of everybody yes. else, you know, and not pouring into myself. And that's a very common thing for for moms and for women is we're usually fixers, mm-hmm. you know, and trying to take care of everybody else. And I had to have a real frank conversation with myself in my head about the fact that I can't take care of anybody if I don't take care of myself. Right. Because I'm going to burn out. Right. And that know? does not mean that you're neglecting no. the others in your life, right? Well, for my kids, like, they see me intentionally choosing to walk or to, you know, eat a fruit or mm-hmm. eat a vegetable mm-hmm. or, you know, drink my water. And I talk through those things. Like, this is a choice that I'm making to do this. And this is why I'm doing it. I'm doing it to fuel my body so that I got energy to play with you, mm-hmm. right? Because you want to go outside and play soccer that I don't know anything about, but I'm going to go out there and we're going to act like it. You know, and that, for me, that's what the light bulb kind of switched on. I was like, you you have to, you have to find her. I like, like, like little, little, like, you have to find her, who you thought you were that has gotten lost along the way in, in taking care of everybody. Um, and anyway, I found her, you know, and, it. um, and I love her mm-hmm. and she's wonderful. Mm-hmm. And now sometimes we argue um, <laughs> and I don't get it right every day, you know, mm-hmm. just like you were saying, but it's about the consistency, right? So if I ate something yesterday that I know was not pushing me closer to a health goal, mm-hmm. that's okay. It's just about how am I going to do different mm-hmm. today? Snap out of that mental fog yeah. and get right back to it. Well, it's usually like what I tell people is think about why. Right. Like, why did you choose mm-hmm. to do that? Mm-hmm. Right. Um, because if we don't have that reflection piece on how our day went and why we did the things that we did, it's just going to repeat itself right. the next day. Right. Right. And so did did you have that Big Mac because you 
forgot to pack your lunch that morning. Or were you right? stress eating? And how, how, how is that different? Eating, you right? Know? And again, that's going to be different for every single person. And, you know, if it's that you forgot to pack your lunch, then let's think about some things that you can keep in your car mm-hmm. that might be a better, better mm-hmm. snack option to munch on than the Big Mac. Um, you know, it's all about what kept you from reaching the goal that you wrote for yourself? Because I don't know about you, but never do I see people that it's just they don't want to mm-hmm. or they don't have really good intentions, mm-hmm. right? There's just a pothole that that popped up that derailed the whole thing. Yes. And until we put some asphalt in that pothole, we're just going to keep keep, keep hitting it, it. Um, every single time. And that's really the, the piece about the reflection and the just being real with yourself. I love the, I love the reminder about your why, mm-hmm. you know, like that. And, and and so on our, when our ladies log in to, they have their own little private dashboard accounts. And so when they log in, my, my techie website guy, he, he set it up so that they could see, like one of their questions is what is your why? And so mm-hmm. somehow he made it to where that's what they see when they log in. Mm-hmm. And so they see their why every time they log in. And I just think that's so powerful. Like losing five pounds to go to the beach, that's, that, I mean, okay, that all, that's a short-term why, but like the whys of so many mm-hmm. of these women are so much deeper and, and so felt by mm-hmm. me, you know. Oh, yeah. And, you know, we'll, I'll ask people, I'm like, well, but why? And they're like, well, I, I want to feel better. And I'm like, but what, but, is that, <laughs> but what does that mean to you? Like, how will your life be different if you were able to lose this weight? You know, and it, you wind up with these really deep things. Like using the beach example that you had, I have a, a lovely patient that um, she vacations to the beach with her family but can't um, walk down to the beach. Mm. And so that's what she wanted to do is be able to walk down to the beach and sit with her grandkids. You know, and, and I was like, well, that's our goal, right? It's not this number on the scale. Mm-hmm. It's not any of these other kinds of things. It's getting you down to the water with your grandbabies to make some memories down there, you know, and that's our why. And write it down and put it somewhere where you can see it, just like your folks see it on their dashboard. Um, I have people write it on a sticky note, stick it on their mirror. You know, I have in my office at um, UMC, I have my why written on my whiteboard. And so it's up there. It says, love God, love family, love others. And those are the whys that I do the things Mm -hmm. that I do, you know. And so when someone asks me to do something I go well does it meet one of my whys you know (laughs) and if it doesn't I'm you know is that where I want to spend my energy right or do I want to spend my energy on something that's going to pour back into kind of my 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 why you know for 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 everything for getting up in the in the morning um and continuing on it's important to let those things kind of drive your your actions that's right I love that yeah um you know when we're talking about uh, women, we always don't want to, women don't live in a bubble, mm-hmm. right? They live with other people, mm-hmm. right? Maybe other women that they live with, maybe men, maybe children, maybe grandparents and all these other kinds of things in there. And that social support piece and, you know, just because you start on a, a, a lean queen journey, mm-hmm. right? You can bring your family along with that, mm-hmm. right? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And it's, an, it's important to balance that. I mean, yeah. So we do have an option where they can add their husband. Oh, just, that's yeah. nice. Now, he's not invited into our support group, but no. he, he can get his own numbers. And like you said earlier, like lose six pounds alongside. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, and then also a lot of our recipes and things are everything is very kid friendly. We're so we're so aware of 
how we influence our children as well yes. since we are primarily yes. mothers. So. This is Josie Bidwell, and joining me today is Constance Shelby, and we've been talking about weight loss uh, strategies for women. All right, um, let's kind of dive into some of those myths because there are a plenty of myths out there mm. as they relate to weight loss in general and particularly weight loss for women. Where do you want to start? I know we could do a whole show I on the weight loss. With, I know. I, I call get, it nutrition confusion. Yes. And so sometimes I get on my soapbox and I have to like step off for a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Okay. My Some of my biggest pet peeves, I think, are around just the fads that are mm-hmm. specific to exclusions or timing. Yes. Because, again, it goes back to what we just talked about. Like, it doesn't fit for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't ask a busy floor nurse to intermittent fast yeah. and not pass out. I mean, you, I mean, literally, you know, yeah. we intermittent fast, not on purpose. Right, <laughs> right. I mean, it, yeah, and it's not, there's no calculation to it. And then mm-hmm. odds are, you know, there's lots of yummy things to, to follow it up with mm-hmm. in the break rooms. But yeah, so intermittent fasting is one where I know, you know, there there is like some minor research on it, yeah. but I don't think it is grand enough to to literally sit there and starve yourself. Well, head-to-head comparisons, right? Like if you compare intermittent fasting to uh, just traditional, well-balanced nutrition, there's not like this extra statistically significant increase in weight loss with that. Like 50 calorie difference. When you look at some of the other things like um, aging, like like literally aging of the the genes and the those kinds of things, there's a little bit better evidence for that. Right. But again, what are what are we giving up to do that? Right? And is it our energy and our mental health? And if it is, then that might not be the right you know, the right plan for you. Right. All right, we've got a couple of callers on the line. So we will go up to Memphis and say, Good morning, Steve. How can we help you? Steve, are you with us? Oh, we may have just a smidgen bit of technical difficulty, but that's all right. Um, so while we work to get Steve on, uh, we'll talk about, uh, we were talking about restrictions, right? Yes. And why restrictions just set us up for. And so another another weight loss myth, I would say, is a lot now that we've got a lot of these awesome products out here for people with food allergies Mm -hmm. or food intolerances. I mean, think about the shelves now compared to 10 years ago with like gluten free products, dairy free. Those don't automatically equal weight loss either. A lot of people want to hop on the gluten-free train to try to lose weight when we're really just thankful that these people who can't tolerate gluten have products available. And it's right. not the same, right? Yeah. So so cutting out certain ingredients and certain products in the name of weight loss, as I say, right. is not, you know, that's a myth. Yeah. That's a huge myth. Yeah. They still have and calories and, it, and fat A lot and of it's else. marketing as oh, yeah. well, you know, where... Um, Things that don't didn't have gluten in them to start with. <laughs> hey, that is my biggest frustration right now. Get a sticker on the front that says gluten free because it makes people pick it up and buy it. And I'm like, if it didn't have it, ground the, beef never had gluten, right, babe. Like right. that's it. I'm like it, that. That came that way. It's like um, <laughs> cholesterol free bananas. I saw that sign one day. Stop. And I was like, all of them are cholesterol free because there are no livers um, in bananas. And if there is, you were shopping at the That's wrong place. That's just a positive framing of also true information. Yes, yes, absolutely. It is. Um, so, and like you said, there are people with 
absolute allergies to these things mm-hmm. and intolerance to these things. And so we're not saying don't choose those products right. if you have if that. You absolutely do. And if you like it, right, like if you mm-hmm. like brown rice pasta instead of wheat pasta, sure, mm-hmm. right? But it, it's not a magic food that's right. going to make you just drop weight just because we have some, you know, it doesn't have gluten in it, right. you know. And it, that can be the same for you know any of the foods out there. All right, I believe we have Steve from Memphis. Steve, how can we help you today? Yes, um, I was wanting to get some help for my daughter. Possibly. Okay. Okay. Tell us a little bit uh, about about that. Well, she's uh, fourteen, fixing to be fifteen. Um, over the last few years, she's gained more weight, um, and and uh, you know I've not tried to press making her lose weight, you know, uh, things have been put into her head about you can't tell me what I can and can't eat, you know. And That's a teenager. And there's been a struggle. Str- yeah, <laughs> been a struggle there between the, the wife and the, and the father, you know, trying to find a balance. Mm-hmm. And so she came to me the other day and said, Dad, I want to I wanna lose weight. Uh, they're bullying her, you know, and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And uh, you know, typical of what's going on, you know, in the United States and, and probably everywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and as a kid, I tried to tell her that I was overweight, was bullied. Uh, and I learned when I joined the military, I lost weight. And, and uh, but uh, I'm just trying to find a way to ease her into a different lifestyle and exercise and making better choices and I, I i could just use some help sure constance what do you what do you got so one of my favorite tools because i do i feel like especially our young impressionable mm. teen girls especially know. you know it, it, it we don't want to just dive them off into like a whole lot of food label and, and tracking right. and stress, you know, things that make them have certain perceptions around food in general. So one of my favorite tools for the younger generation is, have you ever heard of the red light? Red light, red light yellow, yellow light, light, green light. light. Yep. And so, Steve, you should be able to literally just Google this. They have tons of um, tip sheets out there that kind of outline what it is. But basically... The red light foods are going to be like our junk foods. The yellow light foods are going to be our sometimes foods. And the green light foods are going to be our, you know, go ahead Mm -hmm. foods. And this is a really a good way to just kind of give her an idea of, okay, this is where I need to focus. And, you know, these are the things that I need to make sure I kind of, I kind of limit if I'm, if I'm trying to change my way of eating. I do really, really encourage you inside the home, you and your wife, um, you know, not really looking at it or speaking about it as a way of weight mm-hmm. at this age, more of a, we, you know, you said you wanted to feel better. Um, you, you know, you said you wanted to change some of your eating habits, this type of thing. We don't want it to feel like we're trying to change her way of eating simply so she can, you know, drop a pant size because as you just said, teenagers, right? Yeah. And, and that will backfire and, and they will become rebels most of the mm-hmm. time. Right. Yeah, and I, I agree with that 100%. You know, we want to make it less about the numbers and less about the weight and more about nourishing her mm-hmm. body, you mm-hmm. know. And when I talk to to 
younger folks, the teenage group, I talk about how you have a strong, beautiful, wonderful body, and we want to nourish it. And there are foods that are better at nourishing it in terms of just helping you be as healthy and as strong as you can be. And we focus on adding those, right? Those green light foods, like we add those green light foods. And so I don't worry so much about trying to restrict out those other foods. It's how do we add these really, really good for us foods? Because once you start to make those the focus of your meals, you kind of naturally decrease some of the other ones in there. Um, And, you know, do it as a family, you know, that it's not to help you lose weight. It's to help the entire family be healthy and nourished, um, you know, as a family unit. Uh, And, you know, pick an activity that you all enjoy to to go Mm -hmm. do. You know, maybe that is riding bikes. Maybe that is going for a walk in the neighborhood. Maybe that is just going to a park and letting her sit and scroll on her phone for a while because I know that's what teenagers do. I have one. Um, well, you know. she's, she's been talking about playing. Uh, she knows that I used to play tennis with yeah. my other older daughter. And so I thought it would be uh, something. It's, it's a little bit of running, but mm-hmm. standing, and, and she's learning it. And I thought, uh, you know, she made a comment about that. So I thought maybe that might be something that could you know, help burn some calories and yeah. father-daughter time. Exactly. That's yeah. what I was going to latch on to was instead of thinking about it as calorie burn, just think of it as dad-daughter time and really getting to um, love, you know, love on each other and spend that quality time together, learn a skill for her. Um, and, you know, the side effect of that is burning some calories, mm-hmm. you know, not the focus. Right. But, Steve, you're you're doing good. You sound mm-hmm. like a, a good supportive daddy. I will let you know, you know, UMC, we have – um, a pediatric weight management clinic uh, where there's dietitians and nurse practitioners and other staff that work specifically with um, the pediatric population on um, weight. That is an option as well that you might reach out to them um, for an evaluation if y'all choose to go that route. But, you know, just pick something small and get started. Well, thank you so much for your time. I love your show. Oh, I just run you. across it. I was uh, listening to it and, uh, Keep up the good work, and thank you for all the advice. You're so welcome, and thank you for listening and for giving us a call today. All right, Constance, we're in the last little segment of the show. So I want to talk about what do we do when our weight loss plateaus? Oh, girl. The plateau, Mm. the dreaded, I haven't lost any weight, plateau. Okay, it happens. Mm -hmm. How many minutes do I have? You have six minutes. Okay. So plateau happens. It is, it's a pretty normal thing, right? And so I I always give my girls this example. And so I will give it here. Um, Our bodies, right? We were not designed to like look hot in our skinny jeans and like all the things we we were designed, right? We were designed to survive and thrive, right? Mm -hmm. To live. And so back in the day, our ancestors, right? They, the body was designed and still is designed to survive and to store stuff, to store things up so that we can survive because there was not always a fast food restaurant on every corner, right? Mm -hmm. We had to either kill what we ate or and harvest was, what we ate. It was ate. moving fast and yes. we didn't have fancy equipment to <laughs> I mean, to it was a good it. day if we got one, you know yeah. what I mean? And so because of that, our body still, that's that's its reaction, mm-hmm. right? Is, oh, this girl is not going to feed me today or she's not going to feed me enough today. Mm-hmm. Hello, all you below 1,200 calorie dieters out there. <laughs> um, and so 
it, it's, it hoards it. It mm-hmm. stores it. So if we stay on a lower calorie diet for a certain amount of time, our body will start to stop burning the fat as efficiently. Okay. It's just the way it's designed. It's just, it wants to live for as long as it can. Right. And it thinks the food's gone away. Like you were a threat to mm-hmm. it by, mm-hmm. by your eating behavior at this point. And so for a lot of my ladies, if they've been in this calorie deficit for a while, we do something we call flex, mm-hmm. which I don't know. The general population uses the term cheat day, but I literally hate that oh, I because can't stand it's like the word cheat day. What are you yes. cheating on? Well, Stop. and it's like you imagine like this huge table full of all the bad foods mm-hmm. in front of you, you know. But um, it's just it's flex. Mm-hmm. It's where we kind of hit back to our maintenance, our maintenance intake, mm-hmm. or even higher. To what are we doing? Essentially, we're tricking our body into thinking, oh wait, just kidding. She's going to feed me, and she's going to mm-hmm. feed me plenty, you know. And so it snaps or it shocks our body back into place to allow us to start burning a little bit more. Now, there are plenty of other ways to get out of that plateau. You can drink more water. You can change up your activity just like, you know, taking up tennis like mm-hmm. Steve was talking That's about. Right. Um, you can get more rest. A lot of t- oh my goodness. I mean, the, the women the, the women we are talking to right now, the this the sleep and the stress are a huge part of a plateau mm-hmm. for some of us. Um, you know, so there are tons of different ways to get out of it. And I think the really important thing to remember is if you are on a weight loss journey, it happens to everybody. Mm-hmm. Nothing's wrong with you. This is not yep. when you're supposed to give up, okay, because it happens to everybody over over time. Mm-hmm. And what, unfortunately, what I see happen is uh, folks plateau. And then they go, well, I got to drop my calories even more. And you were already like sucking fumes on the number of calories, right? right? You know, like you mentioned 1,200. I never recommend anybody go below a 1,200 calorie diet. It's just not a food. It's how much you feed a toddler. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, and so our body just, it needs more to Mm -hmm. to do the things. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times when people come in that first visit with me and we're talking, they'd be like, you know, I just don't really eat much. I don't know why I'm not losing weight. And I'm like, because you're not eating much, right? you know, and your body is, is hanging on to those things. And they're really surprised when I'll say, you know, I don't want you eating 1,300 calories a day. Like, right. I, let, like let's let's feed you. That is the hardest client let's I have. feed is you. the one that comes in already starving themselves mm-hmm. and don't understand right. why. Right. We've got to unpack it all, re- reset uh, the way we think about yes. it. And, and it's and so feed scary you. to it eat is. 1,600 calories yeah. for them. I mean, yeah. it is so scary. I know. And, and, and that's a really important mark. Like, it's easy for us to say that just sitting here and in no way – Am I, you know, undermining the difficulty of doing that? Right. Like that. It's not just me saying, well, I need for you to eat more. Right. right? Like we're going to really work with, you know, work, you need to find somebody that you can work through that with. And, you know, the thoughts you have around those calories and, you know, the thought you have around eating and, and mm-hmm. all of those kinds of things, because ultimately we do. We got to feed you. You know, yes. we got to We got to feed you so that you can run your body efficiently um, and then make you know, make smart changes to it to be able to, to get you to to your goals. But, you know, you mentioned the sleep and the, the sleep is, is so important. And actually, this Monday's show on um, Healthy and Fit will be all about sleep. And so we're going to spend a whole hour talking about the importance of sleep. Cool. And we'll tie that into how, you know, how it impacts weight and how it impacts cardiovascular health. Um, but just like you mentioned, there are, you know, lots of things that you can try when you've kind of stalled. One, I ask, you know, how much are you eating, right? And are we eating enough? Again, how much water are you drinking? If you're just slap dehydrated everything slows down Mm -hmm. and then what are you doing for a workout you know are Mm -hmm. you just doing cardio right Mm -hmm. which cardio is great but if we're trying to to really lose some weight we got to work on that lean muscle Mm -hmm. tissue girl we gotta we gotta lift a little bit that doesn't mean you gotta lift um like champion but 
push and pull against your own body mm-hmm. weight, you know, mm-hmm. go through some resistance type exercises so that we can support that good, healthy, lean muscle the, tissue. The point is, is everyone plateaus for a different reason. That's right. I mean, and there's not going to be a one not, size fits all. a cookie cutter. Mm-mm. And it's certainly usually not dropping your calories. Girl, no. Even lower. All right, Constance, that was a quick old hour Mm -hmm. we had there. But thank you for joining me on Southern Remedy, which is a production of MPB Think Radio and is funded in part by a grant from UMMC. Southern Remedy for Women is produced by Jay White, and the podcast producer is Jermaine Flood. I've been your host, Josie Bidwell, with my guest, Constance Shelby. Be sure to tune in every weekday at 11 for the full Southern Remedy lineup. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand.